Hello, everybody, and welcome back to OMB Reviews. I am the critic who is a cynic. How is everyone doing this evening? Welcome back to the Welcome to Asgard Podcast, episode 344, where tonight I'm going to update everyone on my 4K Blu-ray collection because I have a lot of things that were sent to me via the P.O. Box. So I want to give some special shout-outs to some people that sent me some stuff. Figured it'd be a good opportunity to also give just a general update as well. I still need to do like a full-fledged, all the things that I've been sent from MVD Visual and, and Arrow Video, etc. video at some point. And obviously, I think I want to at some point over the summer do like a full Blu-ray collection update, which I haven't done in probably a couple of years at this point. Um, because let's just say those things are just marathon events, <laughs> especially when you're a Blu-ray and, and physical media collector. You you know exactly what I'm talking about. But before going any further, though, please make sure you smash that like button, light up that fire button if you're watching over on Odyssey. And uh, make sure that you are subscribed to the channel at least on YouTube, because only subscribers can comment and chat. It's a way to try and stop any of the crazy bot accounts. But hello, everybody. Welcome. Welcome. Blessed Saturday, everybody. And uh, I just want to start off by saying thank you to everyone who understood uh, this past week. On Tuesday, I had to end the stream early. Uh, there was just some uh, random uh, drama happening. And as I mentioned previously, I can't go into too much detail about it, but um, just know again, I'm okay. Family's okay. And that's the most important thing of all. It was just something that was really annoying and, you know, uh, anxiety inducing. And it's something that uh, as a teacher, I've, I've dealt with in the past, but uh, haven't had it in the last few, you know, has, has, hasn't happened in a couple of years. Um, and I'll just, I'll just leave it, I'll just leave it at that. Um, but thank you for everyone to understand why I had to end the stream a little bit early because I had to go just, get, again, take care of that, send emails, things like that. And so thank you for understanding. Uh, thank you for all the love and for all the support. And we'll go ahead and get started tonight. We got Vincent Womack saying hello. Greetings and salutations over on Odyssey. Well, thank you very much for being here. 70B on YouTube. Please drive safely. Yes, indeed. Tina B is watching watching the Kentucky Derby. Uh, that is a uh, yearly pastime for her, something that she is very uh, passionate about. So she has the night off for that. And 70B, please make sure that you drive safely and take your time. Uh, we got Orange Hat Reviews in the chat. Hail to you, good sir. Saying Dr. Strange talk, eh? I got so many things to say about this. Cannot wait to begin. Yes, indeed. We'll also be talking some Dr. Strange 2 spoilers. Not that many people in here watching probably care that much about spoilers, but if you do, I will throw up that spoilers icon so that way everyone knows when we are jumping into it. Andrew Hayes, what is going on? Welcome back. Gary Banjo Sandwich Worthington, what's going on, Gary? Says, was free comic book day, got 10 free comics, so a happy day. Then met a few friends at market and rounding off today with OMB and UFC. Very cool, very cool. I've never been into UFC myself, but hey, I understand as, as a wrestling fan, as a wrestling fan, uh, not everyone understands why I'm a wrestling fan. And so I could totally understand, uh, totally understand why uh, there are these things that we like, that we enjoy. That maybe we can't necessarily explain to other people. Maybe you can better, better than I can my own wrestling uh, <laughs> fandom. But uh, I understand it. Um, but nice, nice, dude. Yeah, I, I saw one notification about it being free comic book day. Um, at like one random look, I got, got an email because I got tickets to MegaCon. Because 
For those uh, that don't know, uh, Geeks and Gamers, we're going to be in Orlando for Megacon. Our primary focus is going to be content uh, creation, so we're not doing anything crazy meetup-wise or anything like that. Um, but it is something still where we'll be at Megacon, so if you're happening to be at Megacon, you know, come say hey. Uh, while we're over there, I think we're there. I know I have my ticket for Saturday and Sunday, um, and I think that's when the others will be there uh, as well. So anyway, very, very exciting times. But um, with 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 that being said, uh, yeah, I got an email from them from having gotten my ticket for Megacon about free comic book day. And yeah, I, I've gotten maybe a couple of free comics in my life, but as I've mentioned constantly on as many streams as I can, I'm just not a comics person. It's just not, not something I grew up with. And I feel like the, that boat kind of sailed for me where I was able to enjoy some graphic novels. And I think that I probably could get into some graphic novels or get into some comic runs or things like that. If I had someone maybe like guiding me of here's what to read, here's what you should read. But in general, it's just not really my, it's not really my genre. Um, and I think that had I found it and had I had that I think probably earlier in my life and obviously I think my ADD was a bigger part of the reason why it was more difficult it was easier for me to watch a movie than to you know obviously reading books in general with words was already a struggle but the reason why for me comics and and graphic novels were actually almost almost in a way more distracting is because it just not only had the words but also the words were at different parts of the page and then you had the images going on. So it was actually a lot. It was a sensory overload uh, kind of thing. And so I think that was probably one of the reasons why I just never got into it. But for all those that got their free comics today, congratulations because uh, free stuff is always fun. Vincent Womack hanging out over on YouTube as well. We got Keely Chow in the chat. Hail to you, Keely. Thanks for being here. G monkey 76. Hail to you as well. Miss Minnesota hockey fan. What's going on? Miss Minnesota hockey fan. How about a hockey player? Thank you for joining, and thanks for being a member on the channel. And uh, yeah, it was doing uh, doing the shoutouts when I finally <laughs> recognized I was like, oh, I've had it in my head wrong this whole time <laughs> about, <laughs> about it. So, so the Miss Minnesota Hockey Fan helps a lot, <laughs> and I think you'll understand uh, what I mean by that. But thank you for being here. I appreciate it. Thanks for being a member. Biffer uh, Hobbit, what's going on, brother? Food is free in the multiverse. Yes. Until it's not. Gotta get those pizza balls, though. <laughs> Major spoiler, there's pizza balls in there. They look delicious, though. That's one thing I will say as a positive. Hey, there were pizza balls in one of the multiverses, and it looked delicious. And it was not free. It was not free. Uh, Luca, what's going on, Luca? Hail, y'all. Finally hanging out again with you guys. Yeah, it feels like forever. It's amazing how even though I only ended Tuesday's show 30 minutes early... It feels like it's been ages, and it feels like it's been forever. Like, even just having done Friday Night Tights last night, I don't know. It just feels like it's been forever since I've done this. Even though I've I've tried to, you know, I've been recording videos consistently the last couple of days, um, you know, including with the Doctor Strange review itself. But, yeah, I don't know why. It just, for some reason, feels, feels odd. It feels weird. It feels like it's been forever. I don't like that feeling. I don't like it at all. JKDBuck76, what is going on? Hail to you. We got Shorty Short. What's going on, Laura? That is the modern major general of the channel. I very much appreciate you being here. Uh, let us see. Who else? We got uh, Neo Drail. Neo Drail. Welcome. 
Welcome, welcome, welcome. Miss Minnesota Hockey Fan says, got the Derby on right now. So we got some Derby fans in here. I see we've got some Derby fans in here. Very, very nice. Very, very nice indeed. Lucas says, Dr. Strange, spoil away. Yeah, when I initially created the title for the video, I had forgotten to put Dr. Strange 2. And so after a second or two, my brain just kind of was processing it saying, I know that everyone's going to know what I'm talking about, but what if that one random person comes across it and says, wait, why, why is this guy talking about a film from 28? Was it the first film was 2018 or something? Why would he care about giving a spoiler warning for a film that came out this long ago? I don't know. That was like a random thought that popped in my head. So it was enough for me to be like, okay, I'm going to, I need to change the title now. I need to change the title. I need to do it. Uh, what's going on? Right, right wing destiny. What's going on? Right. What's going on, brother? Brightburn in the chat. What's going on? I know we shouldn't trust her opinion, but I heard Grace Randolph blames Raimi for this mess. I think Marvel Studios had it coming because of the talented people they alienated over the years. Well, I think anything coming from Grace Randolph needs to be taken at least with a second thought. Unless it's something that's general knowledge, I I don't think it should be trusted. If it's any type of secret information, unless that secret information has been revealed to and by other people, I don't know, know necessarily if it should be trusted just based on that fact alone. That being said, I would be intrigued by this being Sam Raimi's fault. Um, you know, not to say that a director cannot make mistakes by themselves and maybe it wasn't like a mutual problem, but let's just be clear about this. The MCU has had a problem now for many, many years. And that problem has been that Marvel Studios under the leadership of Kevin Feige, has basically become incredibly stale, right? There is this generic storytelling. There is this generic way in which the stories visually are told that really hampers and hinders the work of any directors that they are able to get and bring on. In fact, from what I gathered from the film, it was the Sam Raimi-isms, it was the Sam Raimi stuff that I recognized saying, oh, this this feels very Sam Raimi-esque. That was the stuff I liked the most. So for someone like Grace Randolph to try and say that this was his fault, that it was a mess, that would just tell me, okay, so the rest of the film didn't match or didn't fit with the stuff that Sam Raimi was actually in charge of and actually got to do with the film and got to play around with in the film. And so therefore it's still not his fault because it means that he wasn't able to tell the full story that he wanted to tell because he was trying to stay within whatever parameters Marvel gave them, you know, whatever parameters were set by Kevin Feige. And that's what we got. So it feels like she's trying to blame Sam Raimi for being constrained by someone else. And so instead of blaming the person constraining the filmmaker, she decides to blame the filmmaker who is not able to make the full vision of his film or full vision of what he wants in a character or what he wants in a story. And so, therefore, we get what we got. You know? That's how that comes across. That's how that comes across. And, again, the fact that it's coming from her makes it that much more believable. But also, it sounds to me, when you are someone as a personality defending a major studio, I I have questions immediately. As soon as you start to take the the side of the major conglomerate studio, I, I've got some questions. Stay on the offensive. What's going on? Welcome to the chat. 
Hello, JKDBuck76, who is a member, says, What I marvel at is the fact people still watch these movies. I understand, JKD. I understand. Again, $400 plus million is the projections for this weekend. And you all know, I, I see these films because, as a reviewer, <laughs> I feel obligated to. Plus, it, it is benefit to have the AMC A-list uh, to be able to not actually pay direct funds. Obviously, I know that they get a cut from it, but... The fact that I don't have to actually pay any direct cash to uh, to them when I get the tickets is is just kind of a nice thing. Um, but yeah, it is definitely it's a difficult thing, and I'm sure that there will be some movies that I and I have in the past. Right, will put my foot down and be like, Nah, I just I can't do it. I can't do it. Like for instance, if uh, that atrocity known as Cuties had ever come out in theaters, I would have been like, No, I, I'm I'm not gonna watch it because I refuse to watch it. I refuse to watch that filth. And some could say, well, how can you have an opinion on it if you haven't even seen it? It's because just seeing the poster alone for that specific film is more than enough to know that whatever the heck happened in that film and whatever the heck happened in the mind of the person that thought that that would be a good idea of something to put on film and to put children through have problems, have issues, have mental issues that need to be fixed and addressed and probably should be even put in jail or at least investigated. At least investigated. So... Again, I have a line. I do have a limit. But when it comes to the general MCU fair type things, again, I feel like it is important that if we're going to talk about those and if we're going to dissect those and if we're going to be able to really have a position to speak on, that that is the way it goes, you know? And if I didn't have my AMC stubs, then I would be doing the old razzle-dazzle like what Gary did this uh, past weekend, which uh, for those that know the old razzle-dazzle, it's when you get a ticket for another film. So that way the... Again, you support the film that you want to support, the studio that you want to support, and also the theater still gets their cut of the money too. And then you go to see the other one. You go to see the other film. And that was something I did a lot more commonly when I was still living in New Orleans just because I knew the theater very well, so I knew exactly where all the screens were. The issue with the the, the theaters that are near me are that none of them have the movie or showtime on the outside, which is a, is a very smart thing. Because it helps people be able to to avoid that. But it makes doing the whole razzle-dazzle trick that much trickier. Because then you would have to basically buy a ticket to find out the theater and then cancel it and then buy the other ticket. But then you wouldn't know if the theater changed because that does happen. And so it just creates a whole complicated mess. And so that's why for me, my understanding and justification of it has been, well, you know, I'm really just paying AMC's monthly fee for the AMC A-list. So, it is what it is. Uh, Keck44, what is going on? Mark Lasseth, what's going on? Says, speaking of comics, RIP George Perez, one of the greatest comic book artists ever. As I've mentioned, I, I'm not much of a comics person, so I honestly don't know much about uh, George Perez or the work that he's done. Um, but obviously, if anyone's a comic fan, and, and that name means a lot to you, and obviously he's still a human being, and so a uh, human soul. So obviously, pray for him. Uh, rest in peace. May perpetual light shine upon him. Uh, let's see. Bifford a Hobbit. Tag to say. Biggest upset in Kentucky Derby history. 84 to 1. Horse just won. Whoa. Really? Oh, that's cool. I always like underdogs. I always like underdog stories. Whenever there was a sport where there was like some major event happening and I wasn't really into it at all, I would always cheer for the underdog or whoever was perceived to be the underdog. I don't know. There's something fun about that. But that's interesting. Man, if someone... If someone had money on that and had a lot of money on that, whoo, whoo. 
Hammond and Berger. Odin describing how comics were not his thing reminds me of J.K. Simmons and Whiplash telling Miles Teller that uh, it was not my tempo. <laughs> Great scene in that film. Gosh, I love that film so much. Uh, Stuck in the Middle, what is going on? Uh, yes, I do. Uh, I haven't made content for it because I just I don't have time. Uh, I barely have enough time to have a dedicated uh, release uh, schedule of videos for, for this channel. And to add a second channel onto that would just be too much. So summertime is when that channel is going to come back. So videos for that will come back. I plan on doing a weekly live stream from that channel as well like I did last summer. So that will indeed be returning. That will indeed be returning. Yes, Gary Banjo Sandwich Worthington, no pineapple pizza balls in the multiverse, because even the multiverse recognizes that that does not exist. Evan S., yes, uh, this is something that I'm also following as well. Hello, All My Diocese has all the churches on high alert for uh, protests tomorrow. I have not gotten any word from mine or from my local parish, and it is within the city. So uh, that is something where, obviously, I'll be paying attention if uh, if the pastor reaches out or sends a message on the you know, every parish typically has like an app that they can nowadays has an app or a mailing list that they can, uh, you know, send to. But I definitely do think that it is going to be, um, yeah, it's it's going to be something to watch just seeing those videos coming out of New York of, and I I mentioned on Twitter and I still stand by it of what real men look like, of what real men look like. And it's the men who are standing in front of the doors of old St. Patrick's cathedral and they're praying the rosary in front of a mob like you can't even see the mob at least in the videos that I was watching but you can hear them and when you look at and you see like these what 10 guys maybe and what sounds like maybe even a hundred more so-called protesters who are just looking to start trouble it is something that I am very concerned with so for anyone who is especially Catholic right with our you know understanding and and belief and trust in the real presence of Christ in the Eucharist being being as profound as it is, um, but also even for other Christian denominations as well, who might see violence or who might see these so-called protests, um, take care, be careful. Um, and obviously the most powerful thing that we can do is pray. Um, but yeah. Orange Hat Reviews says, oh, it was actually 2017. Orange Hat, come on, man. You should have at least been impressed with the fact that I got 2018. That was close enough. That was close enough, Orange Hat. But I do appreciate the fact check. Uh, thank you. Let's see. Crisco tagged to say, have you been keeping up with the American Song Contest, a.k.a. American Eurovision? Tennessee is one of the finalists. No, uh, not really ever been my cup of tea. Not really been my cup of tea. Uh, which reminds me, not that cup of tea has anything to do with it, but if you have a comment or question at any point in the night, please make sure you put at Odin at the very beginning of your comments. At Odin will let me know you're trying to get my attention. And the only time that there is an exception to that is if you are a member on the YouTube side of things as it highlights your name and everything and it's just easy to follow. I know that Odyssey at some point is launching their own, I think it's like it's supposed to be like a, actually like a Patreon alternative. So once they, or maybe maybe it's a YouTube memberships alternative, once they launch that, if there's something similar where there's like different names and titles, definitely would be interested in doing that. But obviously Odyssey still has a ways to go as far as stability is concerned with their streaming. So since we're at a pretty comfortable point, we'll go ahead and start going through some of the things that I have been sent. So obviously a big part of this is indeed 4k Blu-ray collection update stuff, but also shout out to people who sent this to me. So the first one is one that is just seriously, it's, it's the most impressive and it's the one that I'm just so incredibly thankful for because 
I found out about this one all too late. And it's sad because pretty much all of the films that I have any interest in buying or even just a, like a general interest in buying, the scalpers for Best Buy are just going nuts. Like it's within hours that whenever they go on sale for the first time, any of the, the 4K steelbooks or special editions, it's within hours, it seems, that these sets end up selling out. And I think that there needs to be some way for them to I know that they've been trying to do limitations on that by limiting people to like only buy be able to buy two in advance or things like that. But I just I don't know. I feel like there has to be a better way of doing it. But one of the ones that unfortunately got by me and I found out actually about it uh, and the details about it uh, from one of the shows done by Tom uh, from Midnight's Edge After Dark. Shout out to Tom uh, who does his physical media show. And so um they were talking about on the show this set, and as soon as I started hearing them talk about it, I was like, oh my goodness, I need this set, and I'm so sad that I, that I missed out on it, because it actually ended up going for like a pretty, uh, pretty good deal. But that is the Ghostbusters 4K Collector's Edition Ultimate Collector's Edition set. So this thing just looks amazing. Like Again, look, look at this thing. This thing is insane. It is completely insane. So it's got Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters 2, and Ghostbusters Afterlife. Again, all on 4K. The only three Ghostbusters that exist. And um, even though I know that there has there was discussion, of course, about them including the digital code for Ghostbusters 2016, which is not a Ghostbusters film, I don't even think they have it on the box. They don't even mention the film. Which... I I find uh oh wait a minute is that the one? So okay, they do. Okay. But here's the thing. Oh, that's funny. That's great. So you can tell that this was an afterthought. All right. Look, you've got and I know it's maybe hard to see, but you've got okay, Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters 2, Ghostbusters Afterlife. All right. Three very clear. You've got the three films here as well. All right. Three three very clear. You want to see where they're promoting Afterlife? Oh, sorry. You want to see where they're uh, promoting Ghostbusters 2016? This little section right down here. <laughs> so it's getting talked about, but it's, uh, yeah. So it's Ghostbusters Answer the Call. I forgot that that was even the full name of the movie. Is that something that they added after the fact? Because obviously all of us just know it as Ghostbusters 2016. Um, but man, oh man, that's hilarious. <laughs> Because literally, it's just this little tiny section. They didn't even dedicate. They didn't even dedicate like a, a like telling you what the feature is or anything. That is phenomenal. That is fantastic. So I, I know that some people were mad, and I mentioned this too when when people were getting mad that they were like because of backlash going to include the uh, going to include the digital code for Ghostbusters 2016 in there. But for me, I was like, you know what? I'm kind of happy that they are because it shows how much of an afterthought it is that if anyone is actually genuinely happy, I think they're kind of missing the point of how little they understand and care about that movie and how they recognize that that film is complete garbage. Again, the fact that they did not actually put in the ultimate collector's edition of this, the movie, Shows already that they don't care about it. But then when they do, they put a little sheet of paper in there as a digital download code, which remember they were giving those away for free just for signing up for movies anywhere not too long ago because they couldn't get rid of it fast enough. And then they just decide to add on. And I'm pretty sure if I'm looking at this right, this would have been an area of blank space. 
This would have been an area of blank space on it down there in the corner. So again, for those wondering, that's where Ghostbusters 2016 is mentioned. Just here. That's it. That's all they get. Right here. That would be, I think, typically blank space. So that actually makes me really happy. Because while some people would be upset about them including it in the, in the actual collector's edition, I'm like, nope, that actually makes me laugh. That makes me laugh because that is just fantastic and phenomenal. So I'll go ahead and uh, open this bad boy up. And so I need to shout out, of course, the K-Man. Uh, huge shout out to the K-Man. Um, you can follow him on Twitter at the K-Man. You always see him in the chat here as well. He's part of the Chosen of Valhalla, and I'm going to give him a shout out then as well. We have that scheduled for the end of the month. But again, K-Man, thank you so very much for sending this uh, set uh, my way. And uh, whew, again, I just look at this thing. This thing is just beautiful. This thing is just phenomenal. So as you can see, it's got the slipcover. And again, I think every single 4K, every single steelbook, any, any collector's edition whatsoever needs to start doing this. Get rid of those little paper flimsy things that you put around your discs. Put these little plastic ones on. Seriously, because the information gets preserved. It actually is something you want to keep because in this case, there's actual artwork on it as there are with Lionsgate is very, very good about doing that. Lionsgate is, is phenomenal about doing that. But anyway, so this is the actual disc itself. And I think I'm pretty sure the trap is open it up. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Look at that. Look at that. Trap just opens up. Oh, man. <laughs> and when you take it out, look at that. That's cool. I know it's kind of gimmicky. It's like, okay, they put they put some green lights and batteries in there. That's cool. That's awesome. <laughs> oh, man. That is really, really cool. All right. So it comes with the, again, original Ghostbusters film. And it does come with a little slipcover. Okay, look at that. Even the individual films. Again, it's the details. Even they come with a little slipcover. There's the second film. And then this is the only one that I think I wish that they had done a little differently. Uh, because Afterlife, it's the same. The only difference is that the red is a little bit more, it's like old and dated. So I guess like there's like that slight... Like very minor, like oh, that's so, ooh, that's so nuanced from them to to make it a little bit, you know, grainier and darker. I don't know, uh, but anyway, I thought that I thought that was interesting. And then let's see here, Ghostbusters looks. I think this is the actual. Oh, I think the discs. Were, <laughs> it's always good to be careful with these things because, uh, yeah, the discs were starting to come out. The good thing about Blu-ray discs, though, is that they're a lot harder to scratch than DVDs. DVDs would scratch like crazy. Blu-rays, it's a lot harder. So two Blu-ray special editions. Look at that. That's gorgeous. And then you get the book. Oh my goodness. Making Ghostbusters. Look at this thing. That's thick. So it's got actual parts of the script in there. Some behind the scenes photos. And then, yep. <laughs> sure enough, they then also got the digital codes and uh, obviously, they have it in chronological order, but that's the only mention of Ghostbusters 2016, or so-called Ghost Ghostbusters Answer the Call, is <laughs> just on the little digital download code. So, 
That's phenomenal. So again, K-Man, thank you so much. Man. But again, even even though it's just cardboard, like it's just oh, it's so great. So thank you so much, K-Man. Again, I was so upset when I found out that they had already sold out of these and I hadn't hadn't pulled the trigger when when I had thought about it. And then you just close it right back up. Boom. Safe and protected. And then you also get the little well, little plastic cover right here to add even more protection. And also you get the little information on it as well. Oh, man. Okay, points off. Points off to them. So actually, they do have the plastic cover. However, the, uh, the paper is uh, plastered on there. It's a little paper thing plastered on there. That makes me a little sad. But oh well. There we go. So again, K-Man, thank you very much for that. Love it. All right. <laughs> Let's get to a couple comments before moving on to the next thing. Uh, Luca, what's going on? The, the other stuff won't be nearly as involved, I, I promise. But uh, for those that like that, hey, you're welcome. Luca, Derby, I'm a crowd, so I don't understand the hype, my ignorance speaking. Or was that supposed to mean I am Cro- I'm a Croatian? Do you, do you pronounce, is, are you just called a croat? Did I just say something that I shouldn't have said? Uh, G-Man, what's going on, brother? Welcome back to the chat. Thank you for being here. I appreciate it. Let's see. Orange Chat Reviews, who's a member, says, one of, the, one of the big problems with this movie was they made two Disney Plus shows required viewing. Before you see this, otherwise you may not get it. That causes problems for the movie as well. Yeah, I definitely think that there's a lot to be said for it. Though, I do think that one could skip Loki. I don't think Loki is that required, to be honest. I think what's more required is uh, WandaVision. So I think it really WandaVision is the only one to me that if you skipped it, you might be a little bit confused. But I do think that most general audiences would, would probably be okay. Because here's the thing. If you're someone who is such a like general member of the movie-going audience and you haven't been following... I don't, I don't know. I just feel like the people who are going to be seeing this film are likely going to be in the know with the Marvel stuff and will probably have gone to see or watch the WandaVision show. Like the same people who are giving positive praise to WandaVision and, and giving positive praise to Loki and, and all the others are probably the same ones that are going to see this film, if we're going to be honest. Uh, EJ, what is going on? Gave it a 3 out of 10. Yeah, I mean, mine is not that low on it. Again, I gave it, I think, a C plus because, again, the Sam Raimi moments are pretty great. But other than the Sam Raimi moments, it's just, it's a hot mess. James Hurley says, What Marvel will do to Fantastic Four will make the Fox movies, which were decent into masterpieces. Yeah, um, yeah, especially if the, <laughs> the way in which, again, we'll, we'll go into spoilers at a later point. But, yeah, totally agree. Uh, Brightburn, I think Sam Raimi has many, very few bad movies, but maybe you disagree. Uh, the bad Raimi films I hear a lot about are Army of Darkness, Spider-Man 3, obviously, and Oz the Great and Powerful. Okay, well, first off, Spider-Man 3 is obvious. Oz the Great and Powerful is also obvious. Who in the world says Army of Darkness is a bad film? If anyone says that Army of Darkness is a bad film, you can just get out. You can leave. Army of Darkness is phenomenal. Are you kidding me? Shop smart. Shop as smart. 
This is my boomstick. There are so many classic lines to that. How could anyone say that that's one of his bad movies? Spider-Man 3, bad movie. Oz the Great and Powerful, ugh. Don't even remind me of that. I forgot that that was a Sam Raimi movie. But who says Army of Darkness is bad? Come on, come on, man. Jake Buck says, it sounds like if I pirated uh, Dr. Cringe 2, I'd feel ripped off. Yeah, pretty much. Um, though, to be honest, it depends on the person. I could see how some people would be like, eh. Let's see. Uh, Laura says, saw massive talent today. They didn't need the crime lord subplot, but I haven't laughed out loud that much in a while. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, for a while, for a second, I was like, what are you talking about? Oh, the unbearable weight of massive talent. You didn't want to type out, of course, the full name, which is an insanely long name for a movie, and I agree. Uh, Yeah, yeah, the Crime Lord subplot definitely was not, but it was fun, right? It was definitely fun. I'm glad that you laughed at it, and uh, I had had fun with it, too. Um, And I I know that people hate Pedro Pascal, and I think for good reason. I think that... In his actual real life personality, I think that he 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 can definitely be a bit of of a chump, uh, and that's putting it nicely. But I can't deny the fact that he and Nicolas Cage have great chemistry together, and that every moment that they were together was magic and was a lot of fun to watch. It was a great film. It was a great film. By the way, Matthew Hammond, thank you very much for the five dollar donation via Streamlabs. I appreciate that, good sir. He says, "Are these the same 4K transfers from the individual Ghostbusters 4K releases?" I believe that Tom from Midnight's Edge confirmed that they were, um, and it, it makes sense because those 4K releases that were done for the individual releases did not come out that long ago, and it makes very little sense for any studio to spend extra money for a new 4K scan. There's no need to do a new 4K scan unless your first 4K scan scan was was complete trash. So, to my knowledge, they are the four, they are the same like 4K quality. It's just that you get the two special features Blu-ray discs uh, in addition to whatever comes on the actual 4K discs and you also get the book and you get also the really cool uh uh, box for it and it got it got discounted because i think they were overcharging i think it was originally like 150 dollars or something and then they ended up sent i think they ended up charging it like around 100 dollars on amazon you could get it for for a while and that's i think that's actually a pretty good deal for for what you get with it um in that special uh, collector's edition set and the fact that it sold out obviously that makes it a lot more valuable too so uh yeah but thank you for that donation, man. I appreciate it. G-Man, I'm going to get to your super chat uh, once it pops up in the regular chat. Evan S. says, This week I enter the age our Lord started his public ministry. Very cool. Very, very cool. Welcome to the 30s. Whoa-oh-oh-oh-oh. You're welcome. James Hurley, Fan 4-Stick was a crime war on the Fantastic Four. No, Fan 4-Stick was great for the worst reasons. I actually... <laughs> I want to say I own Fan4 Stick, and I own it for the lulls. And if I don't, then I'm going to at some point. So I don't own it yet. Yeah, I'm not seeing it next to me. I am looking at The Fanatic, though. Speaking of amazing films, The Fanatic, oh, so, so good. But no, I, I know what it was. I was waiting for Fan4 for, for Fan Stick to be available at Big Lots. Because Big Lots, for those that don't know, has a Blu-ray collection section. And it's mostly off-brand stuff. You're like, okay, random films. But it's like $1 or $2 films. I was waiting for Fan4Stick to be like $2 or $3. 
at Big Lots because I would buy that film just to have it in the collection just to be able to like laugh at it because it's just that hilarious. Uh, we got some action over on DLive. What's going on, DLive fam? Let me go ahead and, and pull y'all up since I typically don't. Since it's usually pretty quiet over on the DLive these days as I think Odyssey has taken a lot of the traffic um, for alt alt uh, places, but obviously I still stream to DLive for those that choose to use it. For anyone that chooses to use it. All right, Philly the Hobbit, Alan, thank you for that diamond donation. Says movies aren't movies anymore; they're content for. Yes, yes, I think that's actually a, an excellent way of of putting it, man. Yeah, um, it's it's amazing how much has been lost. In the filmmaking industry. That being said, it's not completely lost. You do still have fun films like uh, I would say, because as much as I had fun with uh, the unbearable weight of massive talent, it is a meme brought to life. However, there's a great film called Everything Everywhere All at Once. It's a multiverse film that deals with it without being a comic book, without being a superhero film, and it's fantastic. It's solid. So. I, I I do still have some hope. There are still some good films that are being made today. I know that some people feel the same way as well about The Northman. As you all know, I was not the biggest fan of The Northman. It was not something that, that swept me off my feet. Um, but I do think there's a lot of really good stuff in there too. And so I think that there are still good films that are being made. There are still some good films that are being made. But anyway, thank you for that. I appreciate it. Daniel Thorne then also had asked, spoiler Odin has ticks to top, uh, ticks to Top Gun Maverick. I hope so. Not only do I have tickets for Top Gun Maverick. By the way, uh, was it you or someone was uh, was like messaging me, being like, "Hey, by the way, the tickets are now on sale. The tickets are now on sale." And so I was like, "Oh, thank you for reminding me about it." So I was able to get the opening night tickets, and then after the fact, I had noticed that they they had mentioned something about there uh, being like special showings and stuff. And I'm like, I don't really understand that. Got the email from the AMC uh, being an AMC investor. Cause as an AMC investor, I, I own nine shares of AMC stock. You know, I'm a pretty big deal here. Um, but so being just a, a shareholder technically in the, into AMC, they offer the AMC connect screens and it's, it's usually like a day or two before the movie. And so I got to take it to that too, but it's in a regular screen. And so, I've got one ticket to go see it in a regular screen early so that I can see it um, as early as possible. But then I also have my IMAX ticket because that movie was made to be seen in IMAX. And so I have both and I'm tempted at one point to be like, hmm, I don't know if I want to just see it earlier so I can say I've seen it or do I stay? Do I do I wait until the opening night to see it properly in IMAX? I don't know. I don't know. But anyway. Uh, the R over on Odyssey. Hail to you. Greetings. Sorry for the tardiness. I was watching the horses run around Kentucky. Very nice. Very, very nice. As Visit Womack points out, it's pretty quiet today. Yeah. And then on YouTube, look at this. It's Womackception. Says, I used to bet on the underdog or at least someone unlikely to win just for the odds. Made a nice heap decades ago when Schumacher from F1 didn't win a race. Dang, brother. Crisco then says, Doctor Strange 1 actually came out in November of 2016. Oh, the fact check just got fact checked. So, Orange Hat, you got fact checked. And my fact check got fact checked. And now I'm saying fact check a lot. And it probably sounds like I'm saying something else. Luca, Catholic brother. Catholic men should stand and protect the sanctity of the Eucharist. Uh, Eucharistic sacrifice and the Holy Host. Absolutely, brother. Absolutely. 
All I can say is if they try to come around the time of the Mass that I go to, which is the traditional Latin Mass, yeah, no one's put, putting up with that. <laughs> you know, there might be some Novus Ordo parishes that may not be as well uh, equipped, at least with, with, with spiritual warriors, but yeah. They might get into the church, but they're not getting on the altar. Let's see. EJ, what's going on? Says, have you heard of Pints with Aquinas? Really good Catholic channel. Of course. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Uh, Pints with Aquinas is great. Um, I don't watch all the episodes because obviously it's a lot of content, but there are some people that he gets on there that I think give really good, uh, really good interviews, and it's a lot of fun. Input latency. What's going on, brother? Biffer to Hobbit. What's going on? Says, no Ghostbusters 2016, let the salt flow. So yeah, at least there's no physical copy. And again, the only mention of it is in the small space that normally would be empty. <laughs> and then they put this little slip of paper in. You know, they, they added it to the little slip of paper. So clearly they did not have any plans for it at all. And uh, that's pretty phenomenal. It's pretty great. Uh, He-Man Gaming, what's going on? Uh, thank you for uh, joining today. Or Ha-Man Gaming. Does that, does that say Ha-Man ga- ha Gaming? Am I reading this incorrectly? I literally, I literally, this Doctor Strange 2 was the worst Marvel movie. Oh, you think that this was the worst Marvel movie? The acting and script was the weakest. No, 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 no. Oh, no, 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 no. I would argue Captain Marvel is worse. I would argue Age of Ultron is worse. And as much as I like it because I'm biased towards Thor, I think even Thor The Dark World is worse. If we're talking about really poorly executed films. I'm not saying it's good, but I'm saying that there are definitely ones that are worse. <laughs> at, least that's, at least that's my own take. <laughs> uh, let's see. Lucas says, this Ghostbuster one looks great. Yeah, again, shout out to ZK Man. Um, who I don't know if I've seen in the live chat. I see Stephanie B. Stephanie B, what's going on? Hell, glad that you're back and safe. Appreciate you being here. Um, oh, I love this. I love this. Exactly. Darren, I'm talking about the Ghostbusters uh, collector set. Added like a disclaimer. Awesome. Yeah, seriously. It's it's pretty much one of those random things that is put at the very bottom and what would, would normally be empty space. And it's just like, a, by the way, we have also included this one, but don't worry. It doesn't have to matter. And again, I like how Answer the Call has now been made into like the official title. And I think that they probably, I would not, again, movies have multiple titles. And so I know that this, I know that Ghostbusters 2016 likely was called Answer the Call in several markets. That is not what it was called when it first came out, though, at least in America, at least when, again, at the movie theaters that I was going to, it was just Ghostbusters. It was just Ghostbusters 2016. That's all that it was. So I am not surprised that Sony is putting Answer the Call after it because I think the vast majority of people who were buying that set would not have actually known it by that name. And so had they just put Ghostbusters and then 2016 around it, people would have immediately been like, um, excuse me, what movie are you putting into this set? Whereas people who don't know or who don't, who aren't as, you know, in the know about it, they'd be like, oh, I wonder if that's like an extra like digital short or an extra animated short or something. That's at least my own thought. 
<laughs> Hamilton Burger, I believe, was originally just called Ghostbusters since it was supposed to launch the ladies' Ghostbusters franchise, but it, when it tanked, they slapped Answer the Call onto it. Yeah, that, that would make a lot of sense. That would make a lot of sense for them to have done that. No, no doubt about it. Uh, Bruce coming in with the Derby news. Lucky Strike won the Kentucky Derby at 180 odds. I heard it was 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 184 or 84 to 1, whichever one's the, the least likely to happen. I don't know odds. I don't, I'm not a betting man. I'm not a betting man. I don't make bets. JKDBuck76, does that box set come with a download code for Wokebusters 2016? If so, when you ban the next person, you can send them the code as punishment. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> so you get rewarded as well when you get punished, but it, it's not the reward that you really want. It's not the thing that you would actually want to get. Um, but yeah, it does. It's all in one sheet of paper, though. So literally, <laughs> I would have to like cut it out. That actually would make it funnier. I Oh, man, because for anyone that's ever done, uh, whoever is a part of the giveaways channel, if you've won the giveaways, and I think every person in the giveaways channel typically will win at least one thing every month. It's, I think, usually how it goes. Um, I've, I've obviously, you know, you know th- that's going to be changing a little bit next month with June because the, the levels are going to be changing. But I typically send any of the Blu-rays that people win and the 4Ks people win in a package like this. So I think that it would be hilarious for someone to lose something. And the loser would literally get a cut piece of paper, which is just the code. But I'd put it in this. That'd be phenomenal. Now, is it worth sending and paying the postage on? It's only like a few bucks, but still, I don't know. For the lulls, it might be. Kronos, what's going on, brother? Welcome. Uh, Matthew Hammond, thank you again for uh, tagging. And thank you also for that uh, donation via Streamlabs earlier as well. I very much appreciate that. Uh, Ego Ng, what's going on? Uh, Izan Zeal, what's going on? Some new names tonight. Welcome, everybody. Welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Jay, what's going on? Oh, Jay. J.M. That's a name I haven't seen in a while. You're still using the old code word, good sir. It's just at Odin now. The code word has changed. Where have you been? Not a Strange 2 has made up to $200 million worldwide and without a China release, Middle Eastern countries due to... Uh, will it make a billion? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's expected to make over $400 million in its opening weekend. Um, I, I, I would argue it's... In the foreign markets, it's in right now. In like-for-like markets, it's only 17% behind where Spider-Man No Way Home was. So... You add to that the money it's making here, I think that I think a billion is is a guarantee, I think. Depends on what the number is tomorrow, what the drop-off is next week. As you all know, I, I work on those first two weeks. Soul Assassin, what's going on, brother? Luca, oh, and I promise I will behave. Don't send me Ghostbusters 2016. Don't do it. Don't do it. Let's see. Rob D says, hello, Odin got a pizza, hot stuffed crust, spicy lovers, and boneless wings. Ooh, very nice. Very, very nice. WandaVision and What If are the ones I meant. Otherwise, you won't understand. Ah, Orange Hat, I gotcha, I gotcha, I gotcha, I gotcha. Well, I, no, no, I, I will disagree. I will actually disagree with that for a second. Because they explain the whole multiverse thing as there being, again, in the in the multiverse, characters being different, not being the way that they are. So I think that even if, again, because I never, I never watched the What If series either, and I was able to figure that out pretty easily because I was like, oh, no, like this is totally something that a multiverse that when you open up a multiverse of comic book characters, this is the kind of thing that becomes uh, 
that becomes an, uh, an option. This is the kind of thing that becomes a thing that could happen. So WandaVision is the one that I think is the one where if you don't watch it, things don't make as much sense. Whereas I think if you skip what if that that the Carter the Carter moment to me, um, I don't think that one I don't think that one's as as necessary personally. I just don't see that one. All right, thank you all for for actually you know speaking some truth. Yeah, Army of Darkness is yeah absolutely again. Why 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 did someone put that in in a list? <laughs> why did someone put that in a list of his his worst movies? It's not. Uh, let's see, G Man, thank you for the five dollars. SS Uber Chat says Army of Darkness is pineapple on pizza. Take that to mean what you will. G-Man. G-Man. You know what that means here. You know what that means here on this channel. You just said that Army of Darkness is anathema. That's what you just said. You just said Army of Darkness is excommunicado. That's what you just said. Oh. Don't push me. Don't push me. JM says, Multiverse of Madness, can it be better movie uh, than Captain Marvel? I think it is. I think the Sam Raimi stuff makes it better by its by itself. And I think that all of the... Again, I think that there's at least interesting concepts that are addressed in the multiverse concepts that even though I think they are brought to the wrong conclusion because of the MCU, at the very least hold a lot more of the interest than... Captain Marvel does. Like, let's just be honest. Uh, James Hurley says, my favorite Sam Raimi movies are Evil Dead Trilogy, Spider-Man 1 and 2, Simple Plan, Drag Me to Hell, Dark Man. Ooh, Drag Me to Hell. That's another good one. That's another good shout. James Hurley says, I liked The Gift by Sam Raimi. I think I know what you're talking about there. Yeah, we haven't gotten to the spoiler section yet because uh, now, now the chat's alive. Visit Womack over on Odyssey says, answer the call. Sounds like that was the tagline. Uh, and then I saw Army of Darkness before the other uh, Evil Dead films. I actually like it the best and don't understand the hate. R, I'm in the same position. I saw Army of Darkness first. And actually, I, I'm pretty sure, fun, fun story, I saw that movie when I was in middle school. One of my middle school teachers showed that to us because he was a huge fan of the film. I think he must have shown like a censored version, like a TV version of the film or something in order to have like been able to get away with it. But, uh, yeah, so I've liked Army of Darkness for a very long time. And I, I, I personally don't like the first Evil Dead movie. I think Evil Dead 2 is funny and fun. I don't like the first Evil Dead. But I agree. I actually prefer Army of Darkness. I think Army of Darkness is a lot more entertaining, personally. See, Lucas says, I imagine that after G-Man's Super Chat comment, you were thinking of watching There Will Be Blood. Yep. That is one way of putting it, Luca. Matthew 17 who's a member, hail to you, good sir. I was one of the few souls who actually saw Fanforstic in the theaters. Yeah, I saw it too. I saw it in theaters as well. I was another one of those souls. I was another one of those souls. And yes, Moose is in the house. Gosh, such a great movie. Such a great movie. Orange Hat says, I got the Final Fantasy IV, Final Fantasy IV... I don't know what that stands for. I like those movies. Yeah, I, I never got into the Final Fantasy stuff as games or movies. So, uh, Deadpool three is gonna be a dumpster fire, even if it's from the director of Free Guy and the Adam Project. We'll have to wait and see. I think ultimately, definitely gonna have to wait and see. Matt three one seven Requiescat in pace to Neil Adams and just today George Perez. Amen. 
Uh, let's see. Amazing baking soda. Hi, I hated Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. I'll try my luck with everything everywhere all at once. It is the better multiverse film. I would recommend it as far as a multiverse film is concerned, for sure. Rob D., I love the Blu-ray sections at places like Big Lots, Dollar Tree, etc. They have the movies with everyone that... <laughs> That everyone does not already own or saw. Yeah, it's interesting because it does. You're you're right. It actually has some of the weird films. It has some of the off, like the, um, like for instance, Leave No Trace, which I've talked about before on the on the channel as being a great film. It's a great Ben Foster film. Uh, it's a film where um, the the girl who was the lead in Last Night in Soho, um, uh, Thomas and Mackenzie, where she kind of got like onto the scene in as far as like her 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 acting ability is concerned and that film is phenomenal, but that's the kind of movie where most people wouldn't have seen it. Most people wouldn't have heard of it. And so that's the kind of movie that you actually would find at a big lots. Interestingly enough, uh, Beverly Hobbit says Dr. Cringe two could have used more hot dog fingers. I get that reference. I get that reference. Uh, let's see. Stand the offensive. I really hope Top Gun Maverick is like Cobra Kai and not Disney star Wars. Amen, brother. I totally agree as well. I am incredibly nervous uh, about the story. That's why part of me is like, I think I might want to just cancel the early showing I have on the Wednesday and just say, okay, I can wait a day. So that way I can see it in IMAX, see it the way that it should be seen with the IMAX uh, shots, IMAX cameras, etc. I don't know. Uh, Andrew Hayes says, I'll just be sitting over here reading manga. You go right ahead, man. You enjoy. Uh, 70B, there it is in the live chat. Hello there, home. Sorry for being late. I had to take my mom uh, some six-hour hot shot trip. Well, hey, hope you all had fun. Let's see. Uh, let's see. Laura says, EFAP broke down Not Strange 2 today. Sounds like they have a lot of issues with the story. Yeah, and again, that is one of the biggest issues I have, too, because it's just, it's a hot mess. And when Marvel can't even get a basic uh, time travel story, straight when they can't even set rules and follow those rules for time travel which again i'm not saying time travel is is easy as far as a concept or as, as you know the the physics behind it or the math behind it or whatever but i mean come on a lot of people have done time travel films well they couldn't even do that like Endgame's story was trash because they just couldn't get it right so when we found out they were going to do a multiverse film it was like oh boy this is going to be messy and it's going to be disgusting and sure enough Sure enough. Let's see. Evan S. says, saying he's an AMC investor while putting on his top hat and monocle. Yes, I am an investor. Yes. <laughs> with, my, <laughs> with my nine shares. Uh, yes, love Matt Frad. Agree with that completely. Um, Brightburn says, happy Mother's Day Eve. What you trying to say, Brightburn? What you trying to say, Brightburn? Uh, let's see. Vic, thank you for the $5. Sasa Super Chat says, how is DS9 going? Again, I have not had the time to watch it. Uh, again, this week was very, very hectic at work. Uh, it's the end of the year. So having to finish up with curriculum, having to put, you know, there's obviously a lot of work that's due, a lot of extra work that needed to be done. And so I'm in like grading papers mode, getting the exam ready mode, all that stuff. So not to mention extra stuff going on. So I was I, I'm just not able to to keep up with <laughs> any of that stuff. Uh, Tina B in the chat. What's going on, Tina B? Crazy night at the Derby, from what I hear. Crazy night at the Derby, from what I hear. Uh, let's see, Mike Jackson in the chat. Hail to you, Mike Jackson. Thank you very much for being here. 
Let's get to a comfortable spot so that I can finish the Blu-ray 4K collection and then talk about the Doctor Strange uh, spoiler talk. Anyway, Andrew Hayes then says, is Doctor Strange 2 worse than Eternals? So that's a film that actually I, I just didn't even want to watch. There was nothing in the marketing for Eternals. Like, that wasn't even like a, I refuse to watch this. You know, because sometimes we fall into that where it's like, I refuse to watch this or that. And hey, you know, to each their own. But for me, it was a, I just don't want to see it. I just don't want to watch it. There's nothing about this that that seems interesting whatsoever. So, I mean, I guess at some point I'm going to watch it, but not willingly. Soul Assassin, instead of Ghostbusters 2016, they should have added download codes for the 80s real Ghostbusters cartoon. Ooh, you see, and again, maybe that is what they were trying to go with by uh, trying to have the name changed as they did. Anyway, it looks like Laura, uh, sorry, it looks like Tina had, had, had that a little bit early. Uh, waiting for the Orville says, skip right over my helpful comment about the Ghostbusters set. Uh, I did not do so intentionally. Did not do so intentionally. Rowdy says, so Sony basically did the opposite thing as the 2006 Star Wars OT DVDs. They didn't advertise the inclusion of Ghostbusters 2016 like Lucasfilm didn't advertise the theatrical cuts. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> oh, but you know what? At the end of the day, it's almost like I'm, I'm almost kind of happy he did that because it's because of his lack of understanding of of not tinkering with the films that he's already made and that were already good enough. Without those, we wouldn't have gotten the Harmony's Specialized Edition. We would not have gotten the Project 4K stuff going on. And when you think about it, it's it's beyond just those individual projects. It's the motivation that it gave to those individual persons who, who did those projects and the future projects that they will do in uh, preserving physical media, etc., you know? So I think that in the end, it might actually have been for the best. Lance Marla says, what is your excitement level for Kenobi on a scale of 1 to 10? I'm at a 5 and bracing for some bad storytelling. So apparently there was a trailer. That's, that, that's my excitement level. Apparently there was a trailer. Okay. That's, all, that's about all I know. Daniel Thorne, yep, that was me. I had to let you know since I found out early I'm in the same boat. Early access to uh, early access in 40x and then IMAX uh, on real date. We'll see. At least you've got like a premium format. So the early screening that we got for the uh, the theater, the local theater for mine, is like a regular screen. I think it's a big screen, but it's like a regular screen. And I'm just thinking to myself. Why, 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 why wouldn't you just put this in the IMAX or, or something? I, I guess it's the codes they're getting for IMAX don't unlock, and they're not getting access to that early. I don't know. But input latency, apparently Rumble has been under a huge digital attack, according to their Twitter, just as they were about to roll out a movie about a couple thousand mules, purely coincidental, I'm sure. Okay, here's the one thing I will say, all right? Because you all know I typically don't like to fall into conspiracy theories, things like that, going down rabbit holes too often. And not to say that I haven't done it before, but I do like to always try and keep a level head. Is it that they're being cyber attacked or is it that they are having more people access their platform in a way that has, I don't know if it's been done before. This is the first time I've known of them actually having a film for sale on their platform. I could be wrong on that, but I'm pretty sure it's the first time. So could it be that their infrastructure just can't handle it? And this is an excuse that they're making. I don't know. Again, I don't have evidence one way or the other. All we have is their word for it. So who knows? But I do think that there could be other things going on. Let's see. Laura says, I get the Army of Darkness hate. It took me a while to like Winter Soldier for some reason. Um, was that the thing, though, is that... But those are two different movies, you know? So it's like, 
I can understand why it's I see I understand why it might take someone a while to like Winter Soldier. But for someone who likes the Evil Dead films, for instance, or likes that style, it doesn't make sense for someone to take a while to like Army of Darkness, if that makes sense. You know? See, JKD Buck 76, uh, Dr. Cringe 2 Multiverse of Lameness. I think I'll skip it. I've, I'll, I never watch, I never watched WandaVision. Well, then I guess you can't watch it. <laughs> GMX76, is it too soon for release the Raimi cut? That's just a thing, though. I'm so tired of the release of this cut, release of that cut. I mean, unless the director actually comes out and says, oh, I've got my own movie, then it's just screaming into the wind at this point. Uh, Daniel Thorne says, I'm surprised everything everyone all at once did the multiverse better than both No Way Home and Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. Yeah, um, I would say it definitely... Yeah, you know what? I think that's a good shout. That's a fair shout that it did better than even No Way Home did. Yeah, I think... I, I would agree with that. I would definitely agree with that. But I do think that if if everything everywhere all at once is like at a 100, if that's like the baseline, I would put No Way Home at like an 80. Like, because I don't think it's terrible. I think it's, you know, again, especially... And this easily could be the nostalgia making making the number higher, too. I will completely be honest with that bias. Because the nostalgia, for me, just, just makes those moments just that much more enjoyable. But then you have Doctor Strange down at, like, a 20. Like, a massive, massive drop. And it's like... The reason why it's at a 20 is because it's kind of like the SAT... You know how you get points just because you fill in your name? Just because it exists and it, because it's about the multiverse, it starts off at like a baseline of a 20. <laughs> For anyone that gets that reference, I applaud you. Roman of the Empire, hello to you. Okay, I think I'm in a good spot to uh, go through the rest of the Blu-ray collection and other things that have been said to me. And then we can go into some Doctor Strange spoiler talk. So anyway, uh, huge shout out to Jason Williams. Jason Williams has sent me stuff before. He always sends me the gummy pizzas and everything. Uh, but he just overheard. He just overheard that I was interested in this set and decided to get it for me. So Jason, thank you so much, man. He got me the Godfather Trilogy 4K edition. Very, very excited for this. So it has the Godfather Part 1, Part 2, and then Part 3. However... It is the, um, I believe, yeah, it is the redo. It's the redone version. It's the Godfather Coda. So it is, I think, slightly better. I actually have it. I actually bought it, but then never got to watch it because time just flies away from me. It's part of my ADD brain. Um, But, hey, that means that now I have a copy of that to give away in the future as well for anyone that had any interest. But, dude, thank you so very much for that, man. And it's got some bonus discs in it, too. So extra special features. Uh, it says here, full circle, preserving the Godfather, capturing the, Corle- uh, the Corle- Cor- Cor- Corleones uh, through the lens of photographer Steve Scopiro. Uh, Scopiro, that's an interesting way of spelling. The Godfather home movies, restoration comparisons. And it's that restorations comparisons that I actually have the most interest in. I love that kind of stuff. It's very, very cool. So anyway, Jason Williams, thank you very much for sending me the trilogy. Um, he sent me some other stuff too, but as far as the uh, other 4Ks, Mr. Roy, shout out to Mr. Roy. He sent me two 4K Steelbook editions of Total Recall. So this is one that I already have. So this will be in the giveaways channel. So for those that maybe did not win one of these in the past and had interest in it, I've got two more of those to give away. So shout out to Mr. Roy. Uh, so something else that uh, Jason Williams had sent me, he sent me one other. He's already sent me a children's book. For those that forgot or, or weren't there the day um, I mentioned it, he sent me The Three Little Pigs and the Wolf on the Road. 
and it deals with one of the pigs buying a gun. Just leave it at that and uh, let your let your mind run wild with that. He's got I me mean, this one, which I actually knew about beforehand. So this one, I- I'm actually. Uh, it's another one of those books, though, that I probably will have to only read when 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 Frey is not around. Um, but anyway, it's Johnny the Walrus by Matt Walsh. So again, many people probably have heard of this one at the very least. Uh, I had not heard of the other one previously, but yeah, Johnny the Walrus, and it is about uh, let's just say it's about the T in LGBT, um, and it's about what reality actually is. That's what I'll say. Maybe when Elon Musk buys YouTube and opens that up to free speech, I can be a little bit more honest with it. <laughs> I do have my go-to paper. I do have my go-to paper with my with my uh, simple words on the issue. That's all I'll say. That's all I'll say. That That's all I'll say. Yeah, from The Daily Wire. Uh, Matt Walsh from The Daily Wire. Um, two other films that were sent to me by Zakay Man. So once again, shout out to ZK Man. He's the one that sent me the Ghostbusters uh, collector's edition set. He also, uh, he had seen this one. It's a DVD. He apologized for it being a DVD. It's okay, K-Man. I appreciate it. Uh, he sent me, it's called Final Account. He saw this in theaters. Uh, it's a documentary and he loved it. Uh, it says, it's an urgent portrait of the last living generation of everyday people to participate in in Hitler's Third Reich. Over a decade in the making, the film raises vital, timely questions about authority, conformity, uh, complicity, and perpetration, national identity and responsibility as men and women, ranging from former SS members to civilians and never-before-seen interviews, reckon with, in very different ways, their memories and perceptions. So I'm not typically one for documentaries, but this sounds very interesting. Um, And obviously it's on DVD, but my wife loves documentaries. This is World War II, so... Yeah, this, this this sounds really cool. So he also sent me an extra copy of this one. So that one is one that I probably will will give away in the future too. And then he sent me this one, but he didn't mention it. So I don't I don't know if he remembered he put this in the package or not. But it's called the Recall with rest with Wesley Snipes. So hey, a Wesley Snipes film. So again, K Man, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for that. And uh, I also got some films that were sent to me from MVD Visual and Arrow Video. So shout out to them. Um, he's not in the chat tonight. And he's not been in the chat as consistently as he used to be. But if he ends up watching this at one point in the future or someone who knows him well and contacts with him on a regular basis, you know, clips this and shows it to him, um, let let him know that I have it. Um, So, Mr. Peabody, shout out to you, good sir, wherever you are in the world. I know you're much in Australia, but wherever you are in the world, uh, this was just released. Aha, the movie. So uh, let's just say Mr. Mr. Peabody is incredibly fond of aha the band and when i saw this my um, my mind immediately went to mr peabody so anyway there you go so i got that on blu-ray that's an mvd visual release uh and then i got some other films here so this is one where i have it i've heard about it before um i don't know if i'm ever gonna watch it uh for reasons that should become obvious especially if you've seen the film based on just the basic description of it. So this is an Arrow video release, and it is the release of Wild Things. Yes, the release of Wild Things with uh, Nev Campbell and Denise Richards. And I've seen the rating, and I've seen why it has the rating, which is why I probably will not actually watch it. Um, But Kevin Bacon's in the movie. 
So there's that. But it's the 4K. So uh, Arrow Video has been really on top of releasing 4Ks. So movies for the first time ever on 4K. They have the rights to this one. So this one's available on 4K now. So shout out to them for that. One that I will be seeing, uh, also released on 4K, very, very excited for it, is a Terry Gilliam film. And it's a movie that I've actually, I've not seen all of it. I've only seen like the first five, ten minutes. And then there was something else going on, and I wasn't able to finish it. It wasn't because I didn't want to finish it. Um, but anyway, 12 Monkeys on 4K. So Arrow Video, shout out to y'all. It's a brand new 4K restoration from the original negative by Arrow Films, approved by director Terry Gilliam. Comes with Dolby Vision, HDR10 compatible, lossless DTS, master audio tracks. So very, very excited about that film um, because I've heard, of course, great things about it uh this one just made me laugh this is one that i think laura would probably be interested in if if based on her interest in one of the last films i i talked about that was in one of the sets that was sent to me by by them uh so one armed boxer <laughs> i i know nothing about it when the former shaw brothers executive raymond chow found rival studio golden harvest in 1970 he quickly teamed up with jimmy wang yu hong kong's first kung fu superstar and formerly shaw's biggest box office draw so one armed boxer i don't know if anyone's heard of that before but that's available on blu-ray now from them and then i had to mention this one it's last from from that set from uh again there's there's more that they sent me but the ones that i had any real like interest in in talking about right away uh and it's because it's a Steven Skull film. A dangerous man. And look look at him. Oh, look at that. Oh, he's looking great. Oh, he's looking great. Action legend Steven Seagal stars as Shane Daniels, an ex-Special Forces operative released from prison after serving six years hard time for a murder he did not commit. Ah, yes. You had me sold at Steven Seagal, a dangerous man. Anyway, um, and then I think I'd already mentioned that I'd been sent <laughs> uh, Moonfall on 4K. That's finally on the server, so I can watch that soon. Um, also, I picked this one up. I picked uh, I picked up multiple copies of this because it was on sale, but also because I was watching clips. Like, randomly, I got recommended clips from this. I started watching the clips, and I was like, man, I forgot how good this movie is. This is a, this is a gem from 2011, I believe. Yeah, 2011. I don't know if anyone's ever seen Margin Call. It it deals with a, 20, a 2008 financial crisis, but I, it's just a, it's a really really well made film um, with a pretty great cast as well. Now, of course, in today's terms, maybe the cast wouldn't be seen as <laughs> as uh, as highly as it features Kevin Spacey in it. But like Kevin Spacey, Paul Bettany, Jeremy Irons, Zachary Quinto, uh, Penn Badgley, Simon Baker, uh, Demi Moore, Stanley Tucci. This film is great. If you've never seen this film before, it's great. So I've got extra copies of that to to do giveaways on in the future. Um, but I think also I mentioned got Jackass Forever. So that was one that I actually wanted to see in theaters, but was never able to. And then uh, this just came in today, everybody. This just came in today, sent from the studio. So I'm gonna give a shout out to Sony because Sony and uh, Lionsgate are the only studios that ever send me stuff. Um, That's right, everybody. That's right. Uncharted comes out this Tuesday on physical media. I know everyone's so happy and pumped and excited for it, but Sony, you still sent it to me. You spent the money on postage. I appreciate 
Uncharted. Thank you. I appreciate it, man. <laughs> All right, let's get caught up with the chat, and then we'll do uh, some spoilers in the time that we have remaining. Um, let's see. I think Army of Darkness is like on Her Majesty's Secret Service. It gets a bad rap from people who just didn't like it. But on Her Majesty's Secret Service is just not a good movie, though. Stephanie B. Uh, extra stuff, work stuff, or family stuff. I'm being nosy. Uh, work stuff. Yeah, it was stuff that uh, why I had to end the stream on Tuesday early. Um, again, I, ca I can't go into much detail about it, but make sure your exam isn't in Quizlet. Just letting you know as a constant Quizlet user. Oh, no, no, no. It is not. Uh, we use... I, I, we've turned this into something called formative, uh, so they don't get access to it until you actually make it live for them. And also, I basically build mine from scratch almost every single year because... You know, new things get added in every single year, too. And it, it, I think it just it helps me be more honest because I cover certain amounts of material in certain ways and it changes every year. And so the material, in a way, you know, at least the way maybe it's presented changes, too. So, uh, yeah, but don't, don't worry. I don't do the Quizlet. Uh, we do Kahoot reviews and I let them use it as a study guide. But Evan S says, for your final exam, do you have do you make your students say the Apostles Creed in Latin? No, I'm not. I'm not at that point yet. There's going to be at some, there's some point in my time teaching religion, uh, again, Catholic school, where I'm going to have Latin be some required part of the course. And it probably will not be the creed. It'll, it'll probably be the Pater Noster or the Ave Maria. But uh, I, I'm not at that point yet. Uh, Jacob Ironside, good evening, Strange New Worlds, more of the same woke Star Trek. Yeah, and I'm not a Trekkie, so... Uh, again, other than Deep Space Nine, which has been interesting so far, I haven't watched anything new with it, unfortunately, but um, I'm hoping that that gets me more into the older stuff. Not seeing Doctor Strange 2, old comics have become my new MCU, says Matt317. Seems the same way that a lot of people have handled Star Wars, right? Where the classic novels, right? The uh, Old Republic, the, ex the extended, expanded universe, right? The EU really taking it over. Did you watch the Evil Dead remake, the one with the female protagonist? It was okay as far as remakes go, I suppose. Hamilton Berger said no because it came off more as a horror film, and I am not—I'm not that into horror films, to be honest. Not that into her, not that into it personally. Matthew one seven. Been reading Thor's first comic run from Lee Kirby, etc. The adventure of a lame doctor who becomes a Norse god for fight Kami uh, to fight Kami's and Loki is more compelling than whatever is in Love and Blunder. Yes, 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 yes. The R, who is a member, says, Oreos or Chips Ahoy? Tough choices. That's not a tough choice. Oreos wins, hands down. Oreo cookies with a glass of chocolate milk? Ugh, fantastic. No, don't get me wrong. Chips Ahoy? Now, the real question is, what kind of Chips Ahoy? Are we talking Chips Ahoy, uh, like the, 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 the chewy Chips Ahoy? Are we talking classic Chips Ahoy? Because there is a big difference between them. Because with milk, I actually would say classic Chips Ahoy is better for milk. Especially if you're dipping it in milk. It's, it's a better dipper. Um, and of course, for Oreos, some would argue, yeah, but you could say the same thing because is it Oreos or double stuffed? But to me, that argument was already won long ago because the fact that they're still making regular Oreos, to me, is counterintuitive because I don't know who buys regular Oreos at this point anymore because double stuffed is just better. And everyone knows it. Anyway, Laura, I've been extremely skeptical of fraud claims, but I looked into 2000 Mules and it looks suspicious. Um suspicious in that the claims that they're making actually seem legitimate or in in what they're presenting 
Because, yeah, I'm the same way. Like, for me, with the fraud, it's like, uh, I'm all for looking into the laws being changed. You know, if there's any dark money or big big money going on behind the scenes to change laws or to, to, to buy off votes, that kind of stuff is stuff where I would believe it and I would love to see more uh, time spent there. But when it comes to the other stuff, yeah, yeah, it just... To me, it's more of the laws being changed that had the bigger impact. G-Man says, Theory, it was Rami's idea to put Feige production at the end of the movie so people would know who to blame for the mess. That is actually a really good point. It does say a Kevin Feige production. It does not say a Sam Raimi production. And that's a pretty big deal. People may not understand that as much, um, but that is actually a much bigger deal than some would say because that is typically the sign of whose film it is. And so going back to the person who asked about Grace Randolph blaming Sam Raimi for it, I would say, excuse me, um, excuse me, so excuse me, um, did it not say that it was a, did it say it was a Sam Raimi film? No, it said it was a Kevin Feige film. So if anyone is to be blamed, it's Kevin. Let's blame Kevin. Um, in this home, we say, gosh, father, you got me. But Godfather, it's a title. Something wrong with it. Uh, Luca says, Johnny the Walrus is a great children's book. Indeed. Uh, Soul Assassin, Lord Callus from Dark Council has a child book coming out. It's called An Unlikely Pair. Ooh. Shout out to the Dark Council. Nathan Slade, good evening, Odin. I just want to say that no matter if we like or dislike Doctor Strange 2, I think we can all agree that it's a strange film. No doubt. That is a fact. Uh, the R says, I'm old. Definitely classic Chips Ahoy with cold white milk. And see, yeah. I, I just don't like regular milk because I don't like the taste. I need to get the sugar in there. I need the chocolate. I, I'm, I'm one of those persons. I don't drink milk. I drink chocolate milk. I don't, I don't, I don't drink regular milk. It's just not my thing. Just not my thing. Um, all right. So uh, let's go into some spoilers. All right. Spoilers, everybody. Ooh, Doctor Strange spoilers. So, um, yeah, one of the biggest things, one of the things I like the most about Doctor Strange 2 was the fact that there is an introduction. So again, we're in spoilers now. There is an introduction to Reed Richards. And I love the casting. I thought the casting for the character was uh, was brilliant. And it got me excited because I'm like, oh, is this the direction that they're going to go in for the Fantastic Four? Because if, if this is who they have as the lead, as Mr. Fantastic... I think that they, um, I think that they're in a good position, you know. I think that they are in a a good place to be able to build a franchise off of it, you know. Because John, John Krasinski is a phenomenal actor, and I think that having him now as a filmmaker too, being in that role, I think would would be amazing. That was my initial thought. Now, unfortunately. They literally shred him. He he literally gets shredded by Scarlet Witch, and 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 gets destroyed. It gets you know in a lot of ways just gets you know cucked out of existence, which is is a bit ridiculous. I wish that they had you know at least given him a little bit more more time on screen. But that was something where I was like, okay, I'm at least intrigued by that because if that's the kind of direction they want to go in for Fantastic Four, if if Krasinski actually gets signed on as an official casting. That would that would catch my interest. That would catch my interest. Um, but 
obviously the other casting would have to would matter as well and 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 who knows right who knows so that that of course is one major spoiler there uh obviously someone had already mentioned it earlier but I, I, if anyone didn't pick it up they do again the multiverse and so therefore there is captain marvel in the film however it's lashana lynch it's lashana lynch as captain marvel which Again, I think that a lot of people would have preferred the Monica Rambeau version of Captain Marvel instead because that was really, really the original Captain Marvel as far as the iteration that they're going with now. Um, and it's a heck of a lot better than Brie Larson. However, Lashana Lynch cannot act. And it was bad enough in the James Bond film. It was bad enough in, in, in the first film that she was in, the first Captain Marvel film that she was in. And it was even worse now. She, she just cannot act. She just does not have the capacity. And every line that she says, I, I, I was just cringing at. I was just like, oh, my goodness, you just can't. You, you just, she has no charisma at all. And it's just there's nothing interesting. There's nothing interesting. Versus, of course, uh, the thing that was mentioned uh, by someone, which is that Peggy Carter, right, Agent Carter, in this multiverse that they're in with the Illuminati, as they're known as this group, right? Because all again, Mr. Fantastic, everybody is in, you know, uh, so Agent Carter is Captain America, basically, you know, Captain, I think, I, I guess, I guess technically Captain Britain based on the flag. Um, and I was like, you know what, as a multiverse concept, I actually do find that interesting. I actually do like that, especially since I like that actress. I think that she is an incredibly talented actress. So you've got her there who is incredibly talented. You got John, John Krasinski, who's talented. You've then got Lashana Lynch up there and you're just scratching your head saying like, what in the world are you doing? You got Chiwetel Ejiofor up there playing the same role that he was in the first Doctor Strange film, only an alternate version of it with long hair. That dude is awesome. Chiwetel Ejiofor is phenomenal. I love that dude so much. If you have never seen, never seen him in Serenity, great film, great villain in that film. But then there's another film he did called Red Belt, Great film as well. He's phenomenal. So you've got all these really talented actors all up on this panel of of elders, really, of the Illuminati. And then Lashana Lynch. And it's just like, no, no. And then, of course, the other major spoiler is who is in charge of everybody? Why, it's Professor X, of course. And so he he comes out in, in his little wheelchair thing. Like, again, there's a little robotic wheelchair. And all I could think of was Patrick Stewart has gotten... It's amazing how old he's gotten, you know, like it, he, I don't, I don't remember seeing that as much in days of futures past. I don't remember seeing that in anything that I've seen him in recently because I haven't watched Picard, but man, he, he just looks so, he looks so old and it just made me sad. It honestly made me sad. And then of course, all of the men get, get killed. <laughs> so all of the men get killed very easily right off the bat, which again, Oh, inter- oh, there you go. Y- you got immediately confirmation MCU, right? It was already conf- confirmed before because it was really America Chavez. It was her movie. Doctor Strange was just coming along for the ride, it would it, it would seem. Um, but yeah, so so all the men on the panel die very quickly. And then Dr. Xavier, who, again, you would expect to, see, you know, Dr. X, you, you'd expect to be the most powerful, he's the most powerful mutant, most powerful being, ends up getting killed relatively easily by Scarlet Witch and gets his neck snapped. And to me, the saddest part was not the character getting killed off. The saddest part was Patrick Stewart's acting when he died. 
because he's so old he he couldn't even he couldn't even like portray a a death like that it, it just made me sad it made me so sad i was like you you didn't even need to have that in here you did not ha- need to have that in here and it just oh there was so much there was so much that that could have been done um so much better and it was it was clear that they again when you have a multiverse there's so many awesome incredible ideas and directions that they could have gone in and and they decided not to so those were like i think some of the, like the biggest of the spoilers and really the last one that was definitely the most one of the most entertaining ones was it is a Sam Raimi film and so you know as as a Sam Raimi film you you have to have a Bruce Campbell appearance and so Bruce Campbell shows up as a as a hot dog vendor in the future and uh and he ends up having a curse basically put on him or a hex put on him or whatever it's called where he has to like hit himself and so not only do you have the Bruce Campbell appearance but then also you've got that throwback to um uh, army of darkness where he's having to like fight himself basically. Um, and it was especially true because the final like end credit scene, like the final, final end credit scene is Bruce Campbell still hitting himself because it, it, the spell lasts for two weeks and then finally it's over. And so he looks at the screen breaking the fourth wall and goes, it's over. And I'm like, Oh, that's fun. Okay. That that's, that's fun. At least Bruce Campbell's there. And, and you know, that was fun. And again, Throw, throwbacks to the Sam Raimi, not just for him being in it, but also just again reminding me of of previous characters that that he's played as well. Um, and yeah, I guess the, yeah, the first mid credit scene sucked. It was so bad, it was so out of place, it, and it felt so weird because the film ends with Doctor Strange being okay, and then randomly he starts to like hear noise, goes crazy, like seems to be going crazy, and then all of a sudden a third eye comes in. So again, I know nothing about the comics. And so the third eye for me was just like WTF, like what in the world's going on? This is so stupid. Um, and also the mid, so the mid credit scene then takes place only a few minutes after that. And guess what? At this point, he is totally fine in this mid credit scene. It doesn't tell us how long it's been, but now he's totally fine. He, he's able to summon his third eye randomly. And, 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 and again, he's totally fine. So they just jump past that again. It was a total mess of a mid credit scene where it's like, wait a minute, you end on this cliffhanger of him having the third eye freaking out, and then all of a sudden, now all of a sudden he is okay, and he can control his third eye. I don't know. It was a bit bizarre for me. But the thing that ruined it all even worse than that already was Charlize Theron. Charlize Theron comes in, uh, cuts her way into his universe, can, I guess, travel between uh, universes as well, saying, like, you cause... Uh, you know, disruption or whatever. And, uh, it's Charlie Theron and she's incredibly cringe. She's incredibly cringe. And so I was like, great. Now she's in the MCU, <laughs> whatever film she's in next, I'm going to skip. All right. So those are, uh, th- those are my spoilers and, uh, we'll go ahead and just wrap things up. So again, please, hopefully I don't highlight any spoiler comments, but inversion. Thank you, Ambrose. Yeah. So, uh, incursion. No, I think it was incursion was meant to be the word there. But yes, that's what I meant. And it's like, says your opinion on evil dead's movies. I don't like the first one. Cause I'm not, it, it's more horror than it is comedy. And so that's not really my cup of tea. Evil dead two is fun. Uh, cause it's more of a fun, fun horror. And army of darkness is my favorite. 
Let's see. Master of Gaming says, I have no interest in Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Hey, I don't blame you. And hopefully if you were listening to the spoilers, you understand why. It gets pretty uh, pretty mad. Lucas says, every Catholic student and even every Catholic should know at least the Pater Noster, Ave Maria, and Gloria Patri. That's the minimum. Again, that, that would be my hope. But here's the thing. I never learned any of that when I was in high school. That's not a part of that's not even part of our curriculum. And that's the sad thing is that Latin is just no longer prominent in in most general, generic um, Catholic schools, right? Diocesan Catholic schools. So you might have that in maybe an SSPX school, or I don't even know if the FSSP or other groups that are not canonically irregular have any schools. So I imagine it'd be a commonplace there. Or if you just have a more traditional parish, obviously the homeschooling co-ops, I think, are where you'll find most of that. But uh, yeah, I would really love uh, to be able to add at least a little bit of that to it. Um, really, the thing I want to do is, because uh, it's one of the things I've thought about is, do I, do I want to pursue a doctorate or a PhD in theology, or maybe pursue a master's in, in philosophy? And I'm almost leaning more towards the master's in, in philosophy, because if I, if I pursue that, one of the requirements is to take coursework in Latin or Greek, uh, one of the two. And... It's obviously because they want you to be able to, to actually read and translate the, the firsthand ca- accounts, right? And instead of just you reading a translation, you actually reading the words themselves. So that way you know the different meanings that can be, can be garnered. And so if, if I ever get to that point, so this is probably years down the line at this point, but if I ever get to that point, then at that point I will, I will try and push for teaching Latin in the school. And then from there, of course, trying to put it in for, uh, you know, put it into the religion curriculum as well. Uh, Joel Martinez, I passed out during antlers for a solid two minutes. Never been a horror fan myself. Yeah. I've heard of antlers and I just know that's not, not me. Mark says chocolate chips, ahoy with Reese's mini cups in for the win. They go great with milk. It sounds great, but I think the milk, the milk would, would make that a little bit too much for me. I love how everyone was weighing in on the chips, ahoy versus the Oreos, uh, discussion. <laughs> Uh, David L, what's going on? Uh, I know, I know, I know, I know it is. I know it is. It's not good for you, but you know what? It's delicious. You can't take away my Oreos. Forget double stuff, mega stuff. No, mega stuff's too much, man. I'm, I'm going to be honest. I thought mega stuff was going to be amazing. It's actually, a, it's just a little too much. Laura says, the claims seem well-founded in research. Basically, NGOs harvested. Ooh, interesting. Okay. All right. Ambrose, Sorcerer Supreme Baron Mordo is stymied in the film when he's stuck in the first floor while Strange parkours the second floor. Aunt May would have stronger abilities. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But his thing is taken away, right? His, his little... Uh, again, I, I, I'm terrible with it comes to names. I don't know the lore as well. Uh, the thing that, that he needs, basically, to, to do magic, right? Or something like that. Uh, Orange Chats, also MCU had already established to be Earth uh, 19999. DS2 says it's Earth 616 now, which is the comic book Prime Universe. They said it's different than the comics early in Phase 1. Interesting. That is interesting. Now, again, early in Phase 1 could have been uh, pre-Disney. And we know Disney, if anything, hates continuity and hates things making sense. So it actually makes a lot of sense that they would do that. Uh, Miss Minnesota hockey fan cookies with coffee. Oh, interesting. Interesting. 
Hamilton Burger Evil Dead remake is definitely a horror film versus horror comedy, which the original was. If you don't like horror, I would not recommend watching it. Yep, and that's why when I saw the trailer for it, I'm like, no thanks. Nearside Cyclops, what's going on? Uh, gamers, what's going on? Uh, I do need to start to head out. Again, I do apologize. So if some comments get skipped, I apologize, but we are a little over time. Uh, Nearside, so, uh, was sorry to see you murdered last night on Friday Night Tides. Glad you recovered. Oh, man. Shout out to Perry Chan. That was brilliant. I loved it. I loved it. I thought it was so well done. Victor Fontaine, what is going on? Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, 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 okay. I thought he was solid in the few minutes that he was on screen. Visit Womack. As if Brie Larson can act. If she has a competent director, they can pull a a somewhat decent performance from her. I will say that much. That is where you will hear me disagree with, with some of the other members of the uh, of the council, of of the fellowship, of, of of name your group, is that I do think that there are some but again, I, I give more credit to the directors than I do to her, because we've seen what happens when she directs herself. It's called Unicorn Store, and it's terrible. Uh, Luca says, so I guess I'll skip watching Doctor Strange 2. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Luca says, finally a film about strong women. Exactly. Yeah, again, I don't know much about the comics for that one, but I know that he got destroyed early on, too. Yeah. I I don't have the spoilers thing up anymore, so I don't want to put it up just in case anyone else uh, was there. Um, visit Womack says just FYI for non comic reader, uh, Carter was a kick, uh, not just gender, but also, yeah, I understand that Vince Womack, um, and again, I try to try to, I tried to avoid as much spoilers as I could since we're out of that section now. Um, but I, I personally think that that one actually at the very least makes sense because of how involved she was in the organization. So I I don't know. I, I think that that, that one didn't bother me as much. Like that's one of the ones where had it happened, I would have said this seems like a natural thing to do. Whereas some of the others and some of the other decisions that they've made overall have always typically been much more on the nose and, and very forced. Uh, let's see. Shick, uh, 34. Hi, hail Odin. Just wanted to say hello. Well, thank you for saying hello. I appreciate it. You are very nice for saying hello. Good, sir. Thank you. See, Luca, who's a member. I'm sorry for not being inclusive enough. I wanted to say, finally, a movie about strong women. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. We are all inclusive. Sir Snail. Don't know who you are, but that's not the way you do it. That's not how it works. Andrew Hayes, Sam Raimi needs to make more movies. Yeah, I definitely think that just as a general practice, if you are a filmmaker and you've been out of the game for a while, or at the very least been out of the game with this level of films, you're going to have yourself a problem because these are skills that you, you can lose or at the very least can become rusty over time. And when you're dealing with a massive studio... And you maybe have forgotten what happened the last time a massive studio got involved with one of your films. 
you can get walked all over, all over again. Uh, the R says, my Panthers got stomped by uh, Ovech- Ovechkin, not doing better than other hockey fans here, I guess. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, by the way, Gomer Kyle, thank you for being a member for 13 months as a Army of Asgard member. Uh, he has decided to take in his free super chat. He says, the Preds got stomped once again. I turn uh, I turn you on for pick me up, and I hear you digging... <laughs> I hear you dogging Army of Darkness and Bruce Lee, my favorite actor. What's up with that? Gomer Kyle, I'm not doing... What? No, 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 no. Gomer Kyle, I was not doing that. Someone else mentioned it, and I, I, I vehemently disagreed. You roll back the tape. I read that comment, and I said, whoa, 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 whoa. You do not badmouth Army of Darkness. Someone else said it was one of his worst films. And I said, no. What are you talking about? It's one of his best films. So, Gomer Kyle, get your facts straight. Anyway... Uh, Moment America Chavez appeared with her to mom. <laughs> I was glad I didn't pay to see the movie. Yeah, again, it's one of those things where it's like, okay, if you're going to have just something happen naturally, but it was just, yeah, everything about it was just so just on the nose. Uh, E-Man says, why not take both Masters and Doctorate? Well, uh, money and time. Money and time. Uh, it really it just depends on, because it, ha- it would have to be an online program so it would have to be a program that I would be able to work with as uh, work through with a summer schedule, work through with uh, teaching full time during the school year as well. And that's, again, a little bit hard to find, especially a specifically Catholic and one that I would want to be more of a traditionally Catholic. And I think that that is going to be more of the tricky part with it, unfortunately. Um, but, yeah, I again, maybe one day it would be both, but... I think I'm leaning more so in the Masters just because of time, money, and, and everything else. Uh, dropped 22 people, but okay. Andrew Hayes says, I've been at the laundromat for about an hour and a half, and the same person is here still folding her clothes. Maybe she's got a lot of clothes, okay? And if you've seen everything everywhere all at once, you, you never know what's going to happen. Real question, Cheetos, Fritos, or Dorito chips? Ooh, out of those, I, I'm going to go Cheetos. Regular Cheetos. Um, actually, no, scratch that. Cheesy poofs. Cheesy poofs. Cheesy poofs are the way to go, bro. Cheesy poofs with chocolate milk. Don't dog it until you try it. Cheesy poofs. Wash it down with a nice glass of chocolate milk. It's the way to go. Go, uh, if you're in New Orleans, Brown's Dairy. Ugh, it's delightful. Uh, amazing baking soda. I attended a Jesuit school in the 80s, which is very good, I think, but sadly we didn't have Latin classes. Yeah, so at the school I went to, I also went to a Jesuit school. And they offer the classics, and they still do. They still offer the classics. They still offer Greek and Latin. However, you need to be in track one, which means you have to be one of the smart kids. When you test in, you have to have one of the higher test grading scores. And unfortunately, my math and English skills were not nearly as high as they needed to be to be track one, especially my math skills. And so, therefore, I got to learn Spanish. But, hey, it is what it is. Luca, I'm doing master's thesis on Reginald uh, Reginald Gary Lagrange and will hopefully do my doctorate thesis on his teaching on divine revelation. Ooh, Luca. If you have access to some of of, of the books in, in a digital way, let me know. Let me know, brother, because I'm looking this summer to, to to work on some stuff, to read, to, to, to annotate, take notes. Uh, Joel Martinez. Brie Larson was pretty good in a movie where she's stuck in a shed. Forgot the name. It's just called Room. Yeah, literally, it's just called Room. It's not the room. It's just Room. Uh, Gomer Kyle. Gary was right. That would have killed Richards, wouldn't it? Uh, what? I, context. Victor Fontaine. 
Last one. I know you had a rough week. Just wondering how Better Call Saul viewing is going. Episode three was outstanding. So I am more than halfway through the first episode, which combined the first two episodes. So it's going. I'm loving it. Uh, just again, even just in this very beginning part of it, it's still top quality stuff. And I'm very, very excited. So can't wait to uh, finish it. Gormakala says, I was just messing. No, I will not calm down. Don't tell me to calm down. It's because I'm a man, isn't it? You're telling me to calm down. How dare you? The room is so terrible that it becomes good. The best thing ever is Tommy commenting on the disaster artist perfection. Oh my goodness, yes. The room is one of the best, worst movies of all time. And this decade's The Room is The Fanatic with John Travolta. If you've not seen The Fanatic, it is great. It is fantastic. Uh, Gormakal says, if you want to see a good movie with Bruce, watch My Name is Bruce. He made it for fans. The commentary is great. He plays up his B-movie legends. Nice. Very cool. John Odom uh, says, Odin, they're my cheesy poots. No, they're my cheesy poots. Get away from my cheesy poots. Luca says, if you want, send your email on Discord, and I will send you some material. Bro, Odin's movie blog at gmail.com. It's a public email for people to send, so... <laughs> I will take you up. I will take you up on that good show. I found a lot of stuff on archive.org a lot because a lot of stuff is out of print and so copyright's gone and stuff. But archive.org has got just a plethora of material. But yeah, bro, Odin's movie blog at gmail.com. Yes, I know that. I know that it was it was the context of of what you were saying that that I didn't get. If you're into basketball, I highly recommend Winning Time. A pretty good show. Uh, I'm not, yeah, I'm not much into basketball to be perfectly honest. At least not, um, uh, at least not in the professional sense. Uh, and then the last comment from Abom, uh, Abominate Shun over on Odyssey. First time I saw Evil Dead series, I didn't like them, I guess because I was expecting horror, but they were filled with comedy after I played the, uh, game Evil Dead Regeneration. I liked the bit of humor, so I watched the movies again and they were great. Glad I saw them. And as Andrew, Andrew Hayes says, does Brie Larson ever change her facial expressions that much in room or is she just dumb? No, no, no. Again, she gives a good performance in it and I, I would give kudos to the, the, the director there uh, more so than her. Anyway, um, I am over time. So thank you all very much for being here tonight. This has been a lot of fun. Hopefully it's made up a little bit for uh, last show where I was not able to uh, do the entire show. Uh, again, thank you again for, for prayers and thoughts and everything. Again, everything is, is good. Just as I said, just some, just a little bit of, of anxiety and stuff that it's teachers every now and then have to deal with it, uh, when it comes to, uh, people in your classes. Again, that's, I don't want to go more, more into specifics than that. Uh, but anyway, it, you know, obviously you all know I have generalized uh, social anxiety in the first place. And so it, it was just was very just tough trying to get through all the things and trying to work everything out. And Lord knows that this last week, especially since a lot of students are trying to make up work and, you know, getting through everything, it, it becomes very, very, yeah, all that kind of stuff. Uh, yeah, Joseph, Joseph, that, uh, that's, that's, I'm just going to say Joseph. That's what I'm going to say. Joseph, look to Joseph and uh, Joseph the musical, of course, not Joseph in the chat. I don't know why you're thinking I'd be, I don't know why you'd be thinking I'd be talking about Joseph in the chat. Um, but <laughs> anyway, uh, thank you. I hope you all enjoyed that. That was fun going through, uh, all of the new, uh, films that I have. So again, huge shout out to Jason Williams, uh, uh shout out to Mr. Roy, to ZK man as well. 
uh, for sending me all that stuff. Also, of course, MVD Visual Arrow Video for always sending me that stuff, and uh, Sony for sending me uh, Uncharted as well. Um, I'm very, very excited to dive into these uh, films. And of course, yeah, Godfather Trilogy on 4K. Very, very hyped. I was going to buy that anyway. So, Jason Williams, thank you for that. And also for uh, providing my son with literature to teach him the ways of the world. Uh, so, he sent me, uh, yeah, he sent me that one as well. And let me see if I can pull it back up one more time. But obviously, I think, you know, one of the biggest things for the evening is, yeah, this bad boy right here. Oh, my goodness. Again, K-Man. K-Man, you legend, you dog. Uh, that was fun. So anyway, with all that being said, thank you all for being here tonight. I want to give a huge shout out to Laura, who was modding in the beginning. I think she might still be here. Uh, 70B, thanks for coming in uh, when you were when you were able to. Uh, I really do appreciate it uh, a lot. And uh, of course, shout out to Tina. Hopefully you had fun with the derby, as it were. And uh, I'm going to go have some chocolate milk with a little bit of Starbucks uh, caramel macchiato coffee mixed in. And... Uh, I don't have any desserts, so I, I probably will have some goldfish. That is, yes, I know it's, I know that's such an exciting night, but <laughs> that's what I have to look forward to when I don't have my ice cream. So anyway, <laughs> thank you all so very much for being here. If you like this video, smash that like button, light up that fire button on Odyssey. Seriously, you guys are all amazing. I seriously appreciate all the love and all the support. Um, and uh, yeah, I will say looking ahead, um this tuesday no show no show this tuesday uh we got senior awards so i'm gonna be helping to to stream and and to film that for the school so i will not be available uh on tuesday so tuesday that tuesday night show is postponed tuesday's night show is postponed and then also uh i will not be on friday night tights because it's the baccalaureate mass and um yeah I should be on everything should be good for a week from today. So May 14th uh, should be fine for the show then. So Saturday show, May 14th, no Tuesday show though, because uh, we're in the last week of school for the regular students. And then for, for seniors, they're, they're getting ready to say bye. And uh, it's, uh, it's sad. There's, there's obviously several seniors that um, are just awesome human beings. And I cannot wait to see what they're able to do in the world. I, there's just so many of them that I think are going to be able to change the world for the better. And all you can do is hope that even just like one small thing you said is going to be able to, again, not, not for yourself, but for them is going to be able to, to push them in, in a, in a scenario or situation that they might be put into to make the right choice, to make the good choice, to make the, the, the difficult choice. Um, and uh, yeah, anyway, so thank you all again for, 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 for the love, for the support. You guys are all amazing and beautiful people. Hope you all have a wonderful rest of your evening. And as always, God bless. Before going any further, I wanted to give a very, very huge special shout out to one of my Valkyries, one of my longtime supporters, Tina B, the Empress of the Universe. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for being a supporter and for being a mod on this channel. And now for a huge special shout out to all of my members who are at the keeper of the Bifrost level and above on Patreon, Subscribestar, and Locals. So first on Patreon, Brandon, let's go Brandon, Christopher Bowman, Garrett Searles, Hymir Iri Hymason, Jacob from Holland, Jacob Juice, who you can check out on his Letterboxd. Jacob Juice is how you can find it. Jeffrey Toon, Joey Horn, Jonathan Carney, Laura, the modern major general story. 
Mad Mike Jackson, special shout out for him in a second, Mad Mitch Dunaway, Orange Hat Reviews, you can check out his channel, Orange Hat Reviews, Rosetta Allen, you can check out her channel as well, Stan Andrian, and Miss Martin Muses, who also has a YouTube channel, and a special shout out, as I mentioned, to Jacob Juice from Holland, again, letterbox.com slash Jacob Juice for more information about him, and a special shout out to my members over on Subscribestar, Matt. 317, Storm Tracker, The R, Fast Reaction, Mr. Roy, J Rod, The Beer Guru, and ZK Man. Thank y'all very much for supporting on Subscribestar. And to uh, two of the members who are supporting me over on Locals who asked for special shout outs. First off, Minnesota hockey fan, let's go, let's, let, let's get a hockey player. And UAB Mad Dog, Mike Jackson, for the win. Thank you very much for supporting me and also Robert Barnes on Locals as well. Anyway, if you want a special shout out and Brett D90 for that matter, if you want a special shout out at the end of every single video, please check out that top link at the very top of the video description. It'll give you more information about the different tiers and what you get every single month. Thank you guys for your love, for your patience for this month's shout out video as well. Have a wonderful rest of your day. And as always, God bless.